Hi guys, uh, just a quick bit of housekeeping before we get into the episode. Uh, basically, an apology. Uh, we did know that we would have a bit of a delay in the episodes when we moved house, uh, but we didn't really anticipate that it would be this long. It is completely all my fault. Um, we did move from our old house into our in-laws briefly, um, and I had one megabyte data speed, so we couldn't really do much podcasting. Um, we've now moved again to our new house, but we have started new jobs and all the rest that goes with it, so it has given us a bit of a lag. Um, we do now have two episodes in the bag ready to go, and then we're back live with Series 2 of Friends. Um, so thanks very much for bearing with us during this downtime, and uh, now that we're back, we hope you enjoy it, pals. Watch Friends! Hello and welcome back to Pals Watch Friends. I am Aaron, one of the pals, coming to you from the hilly countryside of Durham. Greg. Hello. Can you hear me all the way down in the peaks? I can hear you in the hilly countryside of the Peak District. What's How are we this morning? I'm alright mate. I've um, once again had a Mackey's breakfast before we've recorded. It is... You live the oh, life of a king. To... It's five to nine as we record this this morning. Um, yeah. So that's not too bad. It's not like last time. Last time I think we were on the button at half eight and I'd already had a brekkie. I mean, I had that that time already today. It's just we're recording a little bit later. <laughs> I'm having, a bre- having a brekkie at half eight when you've got a two-year-old is quite normal. However, getting in the car, driving however long to McDonald's and back for said breakfast it maybe isn't quite so common. No, um, the app helps because um, I ordered it from home and then drove and then you go, I'm here, and then they bring you it. Well, yeah, I mean... Okay. the drive through But that is the epitome of lazy, though, because, I mean, the, whole purpose, the whole purpose of fast food is it doesn't take very long anyway. Like, how long has it taken for them to put an Egg McMuffin in a bag? Not and long you're pre-ordering all, the, it. No, 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 the... the the problem isn't them, mate. The problem's the other people like me. The problem is the queue. Yeah, but you still have to queue, surely, to get your click and collect. Oh, no. You pull up in a bay. Ah. You See, pull I... up in a specially designated parking space, and then mm. one of the lackeys brings it to you in the window like a chump. I mean, I'd like to sit and talk about McDonald's all day, but unfortunately, we've got pressing issues, which is season two, episode five of Friends, <laughs> the one with five steaks and an eggplant. Any thoughts? Not really. That's about it. No. That's about sums it up. The um, episode begins with some midget wrestling. I promised you that last time around. You did. That was a cliffhanger for us, give us an all, give us giving us all a reason not to bother tuning in this week, but. Um, yeah, we did start, and they weren't too bad on it. I mean, they did comment on it a couple of times. It was definitely put in for laughs, like yeah. the, the fact that they were midgets. Like, that is for laughs, but they weren't too harsh on uh, on the midgets. If you it like. must have just been on TV in America back then, though. Yeah, well, uh, I've listened to another podcast, which you listen to as well, called mm. Wrestle Me, which is basically... Uh, one guy that's a big fan of wrestling ex- going through the wrestling sort of event by event with a guy that doesn't know as much about wrestling explaining it all to him and yeah. they have come across this topic before because the WWF WWE 
have a history of using small people to wrestle for laughs. And yeah. he, Mark, has touched on that a few times. That actually, I think in Mexico or whatever, they had their own oh, yeah. cate- categorization. And it, Mini Australia's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't to be laughed at. They were considered like they were applauded for their It's just a different thing. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Like I, you might have like the fat guys doing it, the jumpy guys doing it, the women doing it. And then you've also got the midgets doing it. And that's just a different flavor. Yeah, and this was they. I, I don't they, think it was. They didn't outwardly like. I don't know. It was more. The joke was. He's got nothing better to do, so he's watching midget wrestling, as opposed yeah, to yeah, midget yeah, wrestling yeah. is funny because they're little than yeah, yeah. It was because they're like, little than normal, considering how everything else we've seen has been handled and how. Ace Ventura has aged. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, really. I was worried. It was okay. Not too bad. No, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. And it was Mexican, um, I think, as well, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I think you yeah. said something like, Rodrigo never gets pinned. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> which is good. Which would show that he is actually a fan of said midget wrestling. So yeah. in, in one way, thumbs up to friends. Yeah. Or just Chandler. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I would, if possible... My mm-hmm. approach to this episode, if you're all right with it, is to completely Please. leave Chandler until later and we'll focus on everyone else and then we'll give him our full attention. Okay, that's fine. Is that okay? Shall I give you a little breakdown of what happened this week? Yes, please. Right, so the one, season two, episode five, five steaks and an eggplant. Um, Chandler, well, you said not to mention him until the end, but I can do it for this bit, presumably. Yeah, go on. Uh, Chandler cons a girl into going out with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the kids call it catfishing. Um, it's Ross's. It's the build-up to Ross's birthday, yeah. uh, and the gang gets split into two groups: uh, the wealthy versus the poor. Mm. Would that be a fair assessment? Absolutely. Okay, that's about it then. That's about that's your it. lot. Is folks. that where you're going for it? Fine. Yeah. No bother. Um, yeah, they get split into the two groups, the wealthy versus the poor, as you put it. Um, the first bit is because they are um, all chipping in for Ross's birthday. Now, you don't know at, the, at this point what they're actually chipping in for, which is uh, tickets to a gig. Uh, mm-hmm. it, in the blowfish i tried to I, I stuck them in spotify to see if i knew any songs i have absolutely none as like, i listened to the top like seven or eight that are on there I was like, i've never heard this song before in my life so i can't i don't know whether they're good or not any any now, thoughts on that I, I again i know the name and without hearing a list of the songs i don't know whether i know the songs nothing jumps out at me but i certainly know yeah. the name okay um but what struck me is how much money everything was so oh yeah uh, right okay i've done the maths here so the, it's it's 60 odd dollars each i think it's something like 62 dollars they need yeah which i have done wrong here i've wrote by six but obviously it wouldn't be by six because they're buying it for ross so it'd be by five yeah well, I mean, it's not going to be too far off anyway. So I've got sixty odd dollars by six is is three hundred and sixty dollars, which today is six hundred and twenty six, which in pounds is four hundred and fifty pounds. So if we take away a fifth of that, we're looking at about what, still about four hundred quid. 
No, you need to add it on because they're all paying extra. No, no, that's just the amount. It's st- that is the amount per person. Oh, sorry. I'd multiply it by six. It would multiply by five, wouldn't it? It's the total is still the total. So I reckon what like four hundred quid for right. Ross's. Each. No, 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 no. Total cost four hundred right. quid for whatever the birthday gift is, which at this point we don't know. Now, yep. now that it's gig tickets, it's it's not too bad, but. I mean, that is a lot of money, I think, for just a random birthday. Well, put it this way, right? Gig tickets, 400 quid. If we wanted to go, six of us, to go and watch um, a couple of months, well, a few weeks ago, you sent me a um, a screen grab <laughs> of yeah. a Tom Jones, co- up-and-coming Tom Jones concert, <laughs> yeah. and his tickets were £125 a pop. So if you were taking oh, six no, 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 no. That, that was that was for two. Oh, was it? Oh, well, that's yeah. a bargain then. Yeah, so yeah that's, absolutely. So that's about right then. That's about four hundred quid for for yeah. six people. Yeah, all right. Maybe I've maybe I'm jumping the gun because I didn't know what the gift was, and I'm thinking like, what the fuck are they buying him? Where it's four hundred quid? Like, it, genuinely, I know like that's five friends, but if I met up with five mates for my birthday and my drinks were bought for for the night, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if, if they just went, no, no, Aaron, I'll get the kebab. Like, sound, these guys are amazing. If they went, here's a £400 gift, I'd feel a bit weird. Well, I think I'm a bit old-fashioned. When people invite... I mean, they've not, he's Ross hasn't invited people out for his birthday. It's all a surprise. Mm. But when I've been out in the past and I've invited people out for my birthday, like, oh, it's my birthday, I'm... Friday, do you want to come out for some dinner with me and me and Christine? Yeah. Um, I'm always more inclined to pay for it, to pay for everybody myself on my birthday. Because I'm sorry, mate. I'm not having you as the norm on this because you are an unusual man when it comes. You do not celebrate your own birthday. No, but I have. I've been out in the past with. I'm sure. Uh, right. Haven't we been out? Me and Didn't you we... celebrated your thirtieth by going out as an enormous group. Basically, everyone from work that we didn't dislike actively. <laughs> as in, me and you were in charge of the rotors. So on that night, we put the people we didn't like at work, and we all yep. went out to go and get drunk for your thirtieth at the casino. Yeah. Uh, and another time, me and Beck drove to Sheffield to a pub you like to surprise you for your birthday, and your wife broke the surprise on the way because she knew how much you were getting antsy about what was happening because you hate surprises and nice times. No, she broke the surprise the night before because Not I wouldn't you. let it lie, yeah. But, but <laughs> my point is... A surprise isn't fun because it's it's it makes you anxious. Whereas if something nice is gonna if something nice is gonna happen, then it's I'd, nice I'd to like, know. Yeah, it's nice to know because then I can get excited about it in the build up. Like, yeah, yeah if you walked in across the car park, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I might not be prepared for that. I might not be in the mood for that to to receive this wonderful gift of my friends coming from County Durham. Yeah. Whereas. If you tell me the night before, or the day before, or a couple of days before, then I've got that time to look up forward to that visit as well. So I get more enjoyment out of the same surprise. All right, it's okay. still a, it's still a surprise. I say this about um, gender reveals, right? It's Which, still a surprise. It's just happened earlier. Yeah, it's just a surprise at a different time. 
Do you yeah. want to know the sex of the baby? Yes, because that would be a nice surprise right now <laughs> and not in six months when I haven't painted the bedroom. I haven't bought any uh, sleep suits or sleep bags because I don't know what I'm getting. <laughs> so, yes, I would like that nice surprise right now. At the risk of offending anyone, um, I, honestly, I, gender reveal parties are just the... the, the, the just so dumb to me. Like, I hate Look, it. You can it's... you can say you can say the truth here. It is crock the, it is it is it's a stain on humanity. It's an absolute crock of <laughs> shit. It's like <laughs> it's fine. Like absolutely, of course it isn't. It, it isn't. doesn't. It doesn't need to be a party. I've been to one recently, right? Um, not that recently, actually. It was another one of them, like just the other day things. It was probably about six weeks ago. But um, I've been to one. And you know, okay, uh, fine. Of course, I'll come along. Let's let's do this. I don't know why it needs to be an event, but also the the person in question had made it clear before and during that what they really wanted was a girl. Mm. Everyone goes up blue for a boy, and oh. now that person is surrounded by people they've invited <laughs> and is visibly disappointed at something they have. <laughs> No, no control over. Like, oh my god! That's just—if it all goes well, great. But if it didn't, you've. Oh no! Look what you've done. But also, like, I don't. I just don't. I don't need to know. No, and there's very little jeopardy. I mean, it is a fifty-fifty shot, and like you said, it's something. You, it's something you don't have control over. So there yeah. is no jeopardy, and. Does anyone else really care? The only people that I'm care... I'm not sure they do. ...are the two people that are... I think ...the mum so. and dad, surely. I saw or like a little... Uh, I saw like a little meme thing a little while back that said, how about a gender reveal party where it's just the parents and a doctor and the doctor tells you and then you go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Would you like to know the sex of the baby? Yes, please. You're having a little girl. Oh, great. Let's go home. <laughs> Surprise revealed. Surprise gender revealed. Thank you very Ooh. much. Now I'll now I can tell whoever will care. Mm-hmm. Um, Which would be very little for very few people. Very few it was, yeah. Um so they go out for a birthday party. Oh, no, no. They don't go out for a birthday party. They go out for uh, a celebration of Monica getting... Uh, was it a new job or a promotion? Uh, she gets a promotion. promotion. The, so she she walks into the apartment and the... I don't know what happened to the head chef. The lunch lunchtime head chef, I think it is, has been sacked or left or whatever. Um, I can't remember why. I imagine there was some joke in there about the reason he got sacked and it would have been really funny and that's why it's benefited her and that's the joke. But it was so <laughs> poor that I can't remember it. He um, went on fire. And I'm, maybe I'm giving him too much credit. Yeah, maybe there yeah. wasn't a joke there and there should have been, but there, yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. But, um, but the thing with it is... Because so he's, he's, been... he's off screen, you never see him. You can do anything with that. Yeah, absolutely. You can go in any direction. Like, his home planet needed him. I have to go (laughs) now. And then you go, brilliant. (laughs) Tick, you've done it again. (laughs) They don't don't even bother with anything like that. No, well, not that I can remember. So, obviously, didn't leave an impression. No. Um, And then he, uh, she, um, 
So she comes in and the surprise is like the reason she's quite like she didn't expect this. She's been to do a shift. Something's happened on the shift. And at the end of the shift, they've given her this promotion to head lunchtime chef and purchaser. Um, and but she walks in the bit that surprised. She comes in in a full pantsuit, right? <sighs> like like she'd been to a job interview. But she literally tells us, "I I was just finishing work and they called me into the office." Right? So she's yeah. not been for a job interview. So as a chef, as a daytime chef. She travels to and from work in a full <laughs> grey pantsuit. Yeah. How many chefs have you ever known that that travelled in in uh, suits to work and back? I mean, I've uh, known a few chefs, and I can tell you, most of them are raging alcoholics that don't give a damn about their personal hygiene or appearance. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll add absolutely <laughs> nothing to it, and I'll take that to the bank. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that, I found that really strange because she looked like she'd come out of an interview. So if they'd just said, oh, how did that interview go or whatever? But the whole premise is that it, she's been surprised by this thing that's just been dropped on her in a full yeah. pantsuit, which is well, really odd to me. I mean, uh, to skip ahead slightly, the, later on they do go to the Hootie and the Blowfish gig and they bump into little Stevie whoever, who mm. lawyer. He's like, I'm a lawyer now. And you go, all right, okay, yeah, fine. That's why you're dressed like a lawyer at a music, like at a show, at at the rock show. That's why he's, (laughs) so maybe it was just the thing in 1995 that everybody who's like 26 dresses like that all the time. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's casual wear, like full full suit is casual wear, maybe. Yeah, because he's not, he's in the crowd. Because that's how he bumps into the gang, but and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, I've got to go backstage." So he's like, "Oh, I'm out here for the thing." So he's not working, but he's in a full suit, sans tie, of course. Yeah, yeah, because that would be too formal. That'd be crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe it's just a thing, mate. Yeah, very strange, maybe. But so um, the, the, but yeah, the, she's the, had a promotion. So they want to celebrate by going somewhere fancy, which just incenses the 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 poor guys again. Um, they go to hey, did you do you know what the place is called? They don't mention it on the episode, so I don't know. I don't know why you would know this, but I can tell you. <laughs> Again, I do no research for this, so no, okay. I've no idea. It's called um, philosophy, but like Sophie, philosophy, like as in the owner must be called Sophie. It's written on the menus. <sighs> Philosophy. Oh, right, 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 right. I was going to say, why on earth would they put this detail in some of your... I presumed you'd learnt it when you were checking for facts, and I was going to say, why on yeah. earth would they have put that detail in when they don't mention it? But if it's on the menu, then that's... It's on the menus, different. yeah. So they, they go there, the gang split again, where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll have the, I'll have the this, I'll have the that, and the, the poor guys are like, oh, you know, how much is the tap water or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get on to... I mean, he's got to be. He's my pal. The way, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a oh no wasteland. no what no no <sighs> sorry. I've just referred back to my notes. My initial thought was going to be waiter, and for the reasons you're about to detail now. But I did have a change of heart. But okay, um, at the end. But uh, but yeah, you 
Tell us about the waiter. Well, so there's a waiter. The waiter's going to steal the show, uh, and he is my pal. But just before we get there, she's going through her new job title with everything, and she's got a beeper. What? Um, Why does the lunchtime head chef need a beeper? If it's lunchtime, she's at work. If she's not, you don't need her. Yeah, because there's literally like... Because she's a, the buyer, the purchaser, or whatever they call her as well. That's a new role, to buy the oh, goods yeah. and things and the, the ingredients and whatnot. But mm. but she you can't do that in the evening. So like you say, if she's in the at work, she doesn't need a pager. Yeah. And <laughs> when is there ever an emergency, really, where you need the lunchtime head chef? Surely it would be the, the restaurant head chef, like the head head chef, if you needed anyone. Yeah. I don't like. There's no occasion when I've needed to page any chef I've ever worked with. I like, feel like they've o- they've only put that in. They could have only put that in because they need the to get a hold of it. Tenor. Well, the, oh well, they didn't mention the brand. Oh, is that a Siemens pager you've got there? Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Of I wouldn't choose any other type of pager. Siemens, they're the best. Who's that? Um, Sorry, Monica. Siemens. <laughs> Siemens. Ah. For quality, and uh, yeah, but no, I I think the only reason they must have put that whole thing in is so that the restaurant could get a hold of her at the end. Because realistically, like with no mobile phones being oh, widely yeah. available, they couldn't have just. I mean, they could have had them in the apartment. Wait a minute, when they got where the does, call, where does she get the call? Uh, at Perk. She, she gets the page, yeah, and then okay. she calls yeah, from yeah. Perk. But they could have just had the last scene in. Yeah, their they, apartment. They've they've made the pager is there because they've made a rod for their own backs. They have to have the end scene. They have to have it in perk because Joey has to offer to pay for the tab. Yeah, that's the right. only way to make that happen is to give her a pager, even though that is not logical. So yeah, they've yes. they've made a rod for their own backs with it. But we're we're veering all over the place with this. I just want to stick with the waiter <laughs> guy, mate. So he okay. comes over to take their order. They've had absolutely no time to look at the menu. They were far too busy toasting every single detail of Monica's new job over and over and over and over again and looking at a seat. Mm-hmm. That's right, Siemens pager. Um <laughs> so he comes over and they're just like, Oh, I don't know. So he like sort of storms off in a huff, and when he comes back, he he no no no. Can I just stop? Pause, 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 pause. Because the the one of the best lines that he delivers is at that point. So like he comes over and says, "Are are we ready to order?" And uh, she says, um, "Rachel says, oh no, could we have a couple more minutes?" And he says, "Um, "I'll be over there on the edge of my seat. When you are, I'll be right over there on the edge of my seat." Yeah. just walks off. But that Fantastic. was the best line of the episode for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's got a few. I mean, he comes back and she's like, uh, what's she called? Phoebe wants the side salad. And he's like, what will that be on the side of? Or, or maybe that's Rachel, actually. And uh, On the side of my water. Yeah, just put it right there or something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joey's like, if I, I want that pizza, but if I get it without the this and then that, is it cheaper? He's like, you would think so, but no. Um, yeah. And then Chandler, uh, like, basically asks him to sing a song, and you're like, "Yeah, I can." Like this, you have Chandler has immediately justified why you are being so rude to these people. Yeah, like, yeah, he's absolutely. Immediately in the right. So I am team waiter all day. 
Yeah, because the first three lines that he delivers are him that them being asking fairly normal questions like can we have a few more minutes and him yes. being quite abrasive and quite rude <coughs> but then like you say Chandler then just justifies it all by being a dick yes and can I have a what is he I can't remember what the song is that you asked him to sing can you remember no I, I don't know I don't know can I have no, the I can I have the lobster Deal. or summer and yeah. then and a rendition of killing me know, softly hate. yeah it isn't that, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was no, I don't um, think so. I don't think that would have been out at that point. Yeah, maybe not. Um, they're all sat around this table. I mean, they must be, what, a foot and a half away from each other? And on two separate times, the table splits and people are talking in secret and yeah. <laughs> hear each other. Ross and Chandler are having... Uh, not even hush hush conversation hidden behind menus a foot away from everyone else and no one even looks at them like fuck you yeah but everyone knows that menus are the perfect soundproofing i'm literally talking to you on a microphone now surrounded by restaurant menus yeah that uh, mine's my walls are packed full of mcdonald's menus that's why i have to go and get a (laughs) bloody breakfast before we start every episode i've subliminally advertised to myself (laughs) You're building yourself a recorded studio, one McDonald's menu at a time. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, you know, the bill comes and it's expensive and they flip out and say, you know, we don't earn as much money as you and it makes everyone uncomfortable. So everyone's a bit tense, fine. It's a, it's at least a real world scenario mm. for a change. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. What's your What's your... What's your sort of mentality when it comes to bill splitting? Are you a are you a we just take the bill and divide it by how many people there are? Are you you, you should know, pay like, for what you've had? Does it matter what company you're in? Um like yes and no. I like I can see it from always really, because I suppose if if me and you and our wives went for a meal, would probably just cut it straight down the middle. Yeah. Imagine. Like, the bill comes to 100 quid, so we go, we'll chuck in 50 each. Or what would happen is probably more more likely that, like, everyone's really flex, so you would do something like you would go, it's 100 quid, and then you go, oh, we'll just split it down the middle, and then Beck would go, no, that's not fair because I had an extra glass of wine. So we go, right, okay, no bother. We'll pay more and you guys pick up the tip. But you talk about it, don't you? You sort of like, you do it that way, I think. And then... See, I, I, yeah, I am, I understand each way. I don't think there's a right and a wrong way. I think it's personal preference. But personally, I am, I don't like the... Uh, let's work out exactly what we've had. I think that feels it feels awkward and impersonal. And yeah, maybe it, if it, it takes a long time, I think if it feels no impersonal, one, no like one if, likes if I'm it at with all, yeah, it would ruin. If the, I like if I it, like someone enough to go out for dinner with them, then I like them enough to say, look, don't matter if you've had an extra glass of wine or whatever. Let's mm. just we'll just get we've come out together. We've had a nice night. It's hundred quid. We'll just go fifties, fifties. Say for example. Um, we were all four of us went out, and me and Christine had puddings, and you and Beck didn't. Mm. Brackets would never happen. Nah, but um, <laughs> um, and then, like I might, and you went. All right, we'll just 
it was hundred quid, fifty fifty, and I'd, I'd be like, no, no, well, we had the puddings, you didn't, so I tell you what, we'll do fifty fifty, and I'll chuck a tenner in for the tip. Right, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. like you've just said, really. So, yeah, that's right, you just kind me. of, you can, yeah, I, you go for the the easiest and nicest thing, don't you? I think splitting it between what you've all had does then it would ruin the time, wouldn't it? Because you'd have sat there for an hour or so, like two hours, having a meal, having a drink, having a chat, and a, a nice evening, and then suddenly you've got to carve everything up. Mm-hmm would sort of like go, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like when me and you go out, like say when we went, we went to go and see Atletico Mints before pandemic times and yep. we went and played pool and stuff afterwards, you sort of, you, you're just pragmatic about it, aren't you? Because we are, like someone leaves a card for the pool. Oh no, what do you do? Maybe it all goes on the same bill, actually. I can't even remember. I thought I was going to make a really good point about like, oh, I'll get this because you've got the pool. And that's like, oh, there's a tenner over there, so this thing over here doesn't matter. No, that's ex- that's exactly what we did because yeah. you, I'd, so I bought us when we first started doing podcasting. I bought us a a, a microphone each, which oh yeah, yeah, they weren't they weren't very good actually. So if I'm sounding a bit better to anyone, this is a new microphone in the last the last episode in this one. So hopefully it's a bit clearer. Yeah, um, but. I'd bought that and you owed me for that still. And ah. I think I think as well then I'd bought the Atletico Mints. Oh, Mince you got the ticket. Atletico Mints tickets. So, so when the, we went so to the, the rest pool, of the evenings on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Makes was sense. it. And it worked it you know, within a couple of quid, it worked out one way or the other. It wouldn't have been if it had been a massive difference, then obviously we would have made yeah, the difference yeah. up. But we're not going to start going, well, actually, I'm three quid down now, so you owe me a pint. <laughs> it's just, yeah, your mate's out. But they do make a big deal of it, don't they, this lot? Yeah, they do, because um, it comes on the back of the gig thing as well. Um, but n- no one takes it very well. But in in the end, they go, they have a big row. And, oh, no, sorry, so the, the, the rich part of the gang buy the Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for them. Mm-hmm. And they don't really like that either because that feels like charity. So then they have a big row and split off into their their groups. Um, the rich guys go and see Hoot and the Blowfish. And I'll be honest with you, I want to stay at home with the poor guys and play Joey's game. Could you, for the listeners, explain <laughs> Joey's game to us? <laughs> because I am all in. Yeah, this is quite good. You think the, the scene... It comes back to the gang in Rachel's apartment and Rachel and Phoebe are on the couches and Joey's stood up uh, in front of them and you presume that they're doing something like charades because he's kind of... He's kind on, of... Let's do it one more time, one more game. Yeah, one more time, one more time. He's got his hand behind his back. So you almost feel like you're going to see like the sounds like or the, the book or something like that or coming e- out. Or even like a card trick. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. Could be anyway, absolutely anything. His hand comes out from behind his back. He's showing two fingers, and oh no, they do they shout one or something, yeah, and one. he pulls his fingers out and goes no two, and <laughs> that is the game. Guess how many fingers Joey's holding up behind his back? That in my head, I'm imagining that it's one or two every time, and that anything above <laughs> that is just crackers. But I really, really like that. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, then the gang are watching, or the rich part of the gang are watching Hooting the Blowfish. They meet the um, 
very casual lawyer who takes them backstage. We don't see any of that. Um, and then, I mean, does anything happen with it? We sort of get the vague idea that when Rachel babysat that young lad when they were kids, that she might have tashed on with his dad. The the only thing we get from that whole scene, um, yeah, I mean that that there's a payoff to that joke that you've just said there as well. So he says as they're walking away, this kid that she used to babysit for, she's like, um, he's like, oh, um, you weren't you one of the ones, ones that that my dad was banging with or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. And then we get a payoff to that afterwards, which is when Monica says, oh, we saw little Stevie at the gig. And she says, oh, right, as his dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, straight away. Which, which is quite good, I think. That's quite a good payoff. But Yeah, I'm trying um, to find what his, what his name is. Stevie, what is he called? Because I keep wanting to say Stevie Richards, but that's the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> You're always one one degree away from wrestling. Oh, always, the yeah, Simpsons. yeah. Yeah, of course. And that's not just when we're sitting talking about this, mate. This is <laughs> always, always. Uh, no, I can't see his name, Little Stevie, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to find that. Uh, yeah. Well, I've, just, I, oh, I've just sent you a video. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the only other thing I feel like we got from said scene at the oh, concert. Wow. Right, okay. Now, I'm going to pull the... Do I need volume for this? No, you don't need volume. You need to look in the foreground and look how... So when they're at the concert, they've got the lighters out. A few people in the crowd have got the lighters out, waving yep. them from side to side. And then the lights come on to signify the end of the concert. Okay. And there's one guy in the foreground who is mad impressed with his Zippo work. And he looks at his zip, glances at his Zippo above his head. <laughs> this is after the lights have come on. Yep. Glances back down, sort of... You know, when you've... I've not clicked make... player yet, right? I'm letting you describe it to me and then I'm going to watch it. And it's like, he looks around at the crowd as if they're all there to see him and his, magnificent, his lighter. magnificent light of work. Okay, I'm going. It's a nine you know, second clip. I'm going for it now. Go for it. Oh my God. <laughs> he really does. He's so smug. He's so, he, he turns around like... You know, like nodding, like his whole body, like, yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. the guy with the zippo. Like, um, you know the body language that Robbie Williams has on stage? Yeah, that's it. Or I was going to say, you know when, this is a, probably a bit of a niche reference, but when when Eric Cantona scored that famous yeah. chip goal and he, he does the sort of sticks his chest out and sort of turns around it's, 180. It's like you could only ever do that in extreme circumstances because it's not... <laughs> actually how you react like it's not a yeah. real reaction you'd have to put that on yeah that was didn't Cantona score that against Sunderland <laughs> you may well have I remember the goal you, like it was like it was yesterday but I did forget that bit yeah it McClare yeah. Cantona to McClare back to Cantona the big chip, chip and then collar the, up the, the chest out but your Robbie Williams uh description is better because it's definitely it's Robbie like the crowd go wild and he's do you like reckon it's do you reckon Robbie does that because he's looking at the crowd many of whom have lighters well I and yeah he's like, I mean I whoa look at those lighters yeah and th this is what this dude's thinking <laughs> these guys are all here for me unless fantastic <laughs> lighter work thank you very much but he actually <laughs> what I've and, done and, 
anyone that denies that it's all about the lighter, if you actually look at his eyes, he glances twice at the lighter. He does, Just yeah. to like, like, yeah, this is me. This is a part <laughs> of me, yeah. So, yeah, he he's not my best pal either, by the way. Although it was an on, it's an honourable mention for him because he was, I, I loved his work. It, it's good work. I'm really glad I didn't see him. I did see that guy, um, the exact same guy, when the the concert starts he's like sort of doing because there's a woman just to his right in like mm-hmm. a of set of dungarees um and like I, I was watching them because they're obviously extras in a scene where they're meant to be dancing to music and there's in reality there would have been no music playing and i was like yeah. oh, i would love their dancing's funny and actually hers was fine but he was just sort of looking at everyone else like really, really uncertain of himself. I was like, all oh, right, I wonder why he's at the front if he's so rubbish. But then I, I didn't really make a note of that because there wasn't a payoff. I wanted him to be dancing in a to- like completely different rhythm to everybody else. For it to <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know what he had up his sleeve, which was a zippo and a whole load of smugness. Yeah, he didn't need to be the best dancer because he was bringing he was bringing it the 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 like the pinnacle to the party. <laughs> he is. He the had party. his. He had his, uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the uh, the acronym? The uh, USP. USP, that's it. That was yeah. his, his Zippo was his USP. I think it's time to go back and, and to, go over the thread to... that we haven't done. Okay. So, Oh, I've got one, one more thing that's non-Chandra oh, related then. One go last on. thing. Hickey. Mm-hmm. So we've talked before about these guys and their she's a great kisser being like early teenage, the early teenage mentality that they talk to each other with sometimes. Mm. Um, Firstly, a hickey is a love bite, yeah? Yeah. Right. Mid-twenties, head chef at this restaurant. (laughs) I can't, honestly, can't remember a hickey been mentioned over the age of about 14 no it's that is crazy to me that she's in her mid-20s she's a head chef at a decent restaurant in the middle of new york shitty and like they're all going oh you get a hickey doing all that rubbish it was horrible the whole thing was horrible no i fully agree with you yeah um I mean, it's it's not a very good audio feature because I have absolutely nothing to add other than I fully agree with what you've just said. Well, was it? Is it? Is it also? Is it like a real nineties thing? Like, well, it must be. Are the I kids mean, these days getting hit, getting love bites? I like, don't know. Are thirteen-year-olds getting all on, love bites? They're all on their phones. But that, they're all, but I don't, they've that's all got it. vapes. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they are. I think they're sending each other like. I think the new thing is like dodgy text messages and all that, isn't it? Rather than, rather than, I think a hickey was like, or a love bite was the 1990s 13 year olds way of, of, I don't know, something like a, something sexual without actually sex sort of yeah. thing. But I think they've probably got their own virtual reality versions now, but I don't I, think it's a so thing anymore. I, Call call me a prude, but I have never either given nor received one of those, and it does, has no appeal to me. I, I, if I no. ever saw one, if I ever saw someone with them, I'd go, 
like, yeah, why? Why? There's no purpose. Yeah, there's no like, point. No, I hate it, and and it is very immature and silly of twenty-year-old professionals to be doing well, twenty-odd-year-old professionals to be so engrossed in each other's business like that as well. Get out of town, grow. Yeah. grow. I mean, the only also as well because they've picked Hootie and the Blowfish. Like yeah. there isn't even really a payoff with the name because she says she's had she got well this fishy picky. like. The the face. What does a fish say if I said that to my little girl and she'd go? I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit kissy, but, I guess. But but you don't you don't blow to get a love bite. You, you don't suck. You yeah. do the polar opposite. Yeah. So you could have had a payoff. Whereas I thought it was. I didn't realize it was Hootie and the Suckfish. Yeah, that would have worked. It's all right. It, it, I'll tell you what. That is no worse than any other quote unquote joke <laughs> in this episode. It's absolutely on on brand there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I have been procrastinating quite a bit in this episode because I did not really want to talk about the actual episode of Friends very much because no, not it, not much happened again. It won't, it won't great. Um, but right, take take us where you want to take us. I keep I keep handbraking you. Sorry. I'd like to leave the auditorium and the um, the Hootie and the Blowfish gig. Mm. I'm going to hail a taxi and ask him to take us straight to New York City, where. Yeah. A man gets a message on his answer machine, not meant for him, Mm -hmm. and decides to cruelly engineer a sexual relationship with a woman he's never met. It's really weird. There's no point at this. Is it even apologetic? It's just, this is not a good look. Well, Ross Ross actually calls him out. Within the first oh, yeah, couple yeah. of minutes. I tell you what, right? If Ross, who is an actual... Uh, we've seen nothing other than him being a psychopath now for 30 yep. episodes. If he's mm-hmm. going, dude, you've gone too far. He calls him pure far. evil. <laughs> that's what he calls him. I promise you, that's the quote. He actually calls Chandler out and says, you are pure evil. And Chandler yeah. says, well, I've got one hand, I've got pure evil. The other hand, I've got... Horny and single. Horny and alone, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose pure evil basically, which <laughs> is which is crazy. Yeah, I mean so um she's called Jade, the the woman. She's calling her ex Bob to mm-hmm. see if he wants to meet up. Bob doesn't live there anymore. Chandler impersonates Bob, which is weird because the voice on the answering machine is Joey. So Bob obviously yep. sounds somewhat like Joey for her to get confused in the first place. But then yep. Chandler puts on a voice that sounds nothing like anyone. And so she goes, deep. Oh, uh, Bob here. I don't know Hi, I'm Bob. Yeah. Um, so then his plan is to um, basically um, deconstruct her entire self-esteem by getting her uh, stood up from her own ex-boyfriend that she's already chasing. Obviously, they're going to meet in Perk because they've only ever been to one place. Um, yeah. So apart from Philip, Philip, what is it? Philip is philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Bad. She should have had a sulfur place, not a restaurant. That must be a real restaurant, otherwise, Maybe, why would yeah. you? Why would you create that name? Like oh, it's that, such a strange um, name to that create. Waiter was a waiter in another episode, but they deleted the scene. But it was a different restaurant. Maybe right. that was like a recurring character they had planned. Rude waiter. 
He was going to be yeah, like yeah, their yeah. Um, Ursula, maybe. From Riffs, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Um, yeah, so she's there. She's all sad. He goes over, him being Chandler, sorry, pronouns. He goes over to uh, comfort her. Uh, his mode of comforting her is to act like the soppiest, like, wet wipe in town. And yeah. like, have these tissues. I'm all cried out today. And she goes yeah. for that. Um, they go for a second date, I believe. I don't I don't think it's said where. But he hangs out with her. Then they go for a second date and uh, he sleeps with her. She calls Bob back, as you do, to go, fuck you for standing me up. I'm yep. with somebody else today, as you do, you know, in New York. Yep. Shitty, this is how people talk to each other. And <laughs> yeah. um, obviously Chandler gets that message and uh, he goes, oh yeah, how was he? And she goes, meh. And <laughs> thank, I mean, at least on some level, he gets his sort of self-esteem crushed as well. That was my, sh- my shining light for the episode was the post-sex call. <laughs> All right, the post-sex okay. message, answer machine message, because she owns Chandler basically for like makes him look a bit of a dick, which is handy because he yeah he's been a dick, he's been a dick, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say on it other than maybe obviously at the time it's played for laughs, but it really it hasn't aged well. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, like I said in the intro, he is. He's catfished her completely. He's pretended to be someone else, set up a meet that he knows isn't going to have a payoff because the person doesn't exist or at least doesn't exist at that apartment anymore. Mm. He's there to pick up the pieces of this poor girl's broken heart. (gasps) He's Uh, being um, a vulture like uh, Ross was when Paolo left. Well, that, that was his and Joey's advice. To Ross, oh yeah, be there to pick up the pieces. So he's he's got form, like yeah. he knows what he's but doing. He, he's gone one step further because he's he's the pieces he's picking up. He caused the smash in the first place. Yeah, and, this one, and even wow. and even to the point where like she's leaving answer machine messages for him on Ross's machine because she cut. Yeah, because he obviously because he can't he's give living a life. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, it's um, weird. But then yeah. we do get, from all of this horribleness, we do get my best pal for this episode. Okay. Which is when... So she leaves the message on the machine. He gets them, answers the phone mm-hmm. to um, to talk to her about why... Like, as Bob, asking why Chandler was so terrible in bed. And like, oh, but maybe he was just... Uh, um, I can't remember what he says now. Basically, Bob, my imaginary Bob, is sticking oh, up yeah. for Chandler. Just, um, uh, maybe he's just got some cool new style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, well, the voice that we don't hear on the end of the phone at this point is my best pal. Because uh, I don't at think... this point, right. when, he's picked, when he's picked up the phone, we can't hear her voice anymore. Right. Okay. Because she's coming out of the speaker yeah. when he's when she's on answer machine. Then he picks the phone up to talk to her, and we can't hear her voice anymore. But at that point, she owns him. That is when she properly owns him, when he's trying to say maybe he's got some cool new moves, and she's like... 
She goes like, oh, uh, there wasn't long enough to get used to it, if you know what I mean, or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, we must hear a voice then. What I am do, I thinking yeah. of? I don't know what you're on about. That's why I'm, I'm sort of staring off going, Is, uh, did I misremember this? No. I, I, so you haven't got a best pal, mate. <laughs> well, you, my best pal is her, her then, I guess, but yeah. but not for her appearance. Like, not as in what she looks like. I mean, not for her appearing in the programme. Right, the okay. voice so on the end let, of the phone. I'm going to write this down then. So, Greg's best pal in this episode yep. is Jade, brackets, phone only. Yes. Okay. Audio, not visual. Okay. And my oh. best pal was Rude Waiter. Okay. Audible Jade is my best pal okay. because of how badly she owns... Yeah, the psycho yeah. that is Chandler. Yeah, all right, okay, that's fine. She did nothing for me in her appearance. That's what I'm, I'm saying. When she appeared, yeah, the character her on did screen nothing for me. Was now, yeah, because she was just a mess. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. So know, I didn't. I didn't. I wanted. I didn't want to give it to. I didn't want to give it to that person. I wanted to give it to the person at the end that absolutely owns him for being terrible at sex. She's. She is two different people because when she's on screen, she's. Uh, upset mess whereas when she's on the phone both times she's like a strong Badass. character she's like yeah like all right let's bang and hey, i'd bang this dude and he's a fucking idiot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay I'll, wet, yeah, yeah. I'll allow it that's my um, point i didn't want the wet lettuce that turns up at perk fine very good um yeah i'm gonna um just chuck a worse friend out for chandler he deserves it uh, I'll put that in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Worst, well, not just worst friend, worst person. He is worst like... Chat, right, okay, worst friend. The worst. Oh, worst person. It's <laughs> <laughs> making a note. Um, okay, I am going to give you my best friend. And I'm also yep. going to give you the only notable bit of trivia from this episode, which backs up why he's my best friend. Best friend okay. from the episode is Joey. Um... There's right. a positive and a negative, right? There's one where I'm like, oh, that was a really weird take that they did. But then the the reasoning wins over, which is uh, post credit scene, she calls back again for Bob. Jade calls back yep. for Bob like, oh, I know it was only, you know, whatever, we should definitely do this. And he goes to jump for the phone the same way that Chandler did in the very beginning. But he falls over flat on his face and knocks it off. And that's funny. Like, oh, Stupid, clumsy Joey can't even pick up a phone. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slapstick. Entirely for real, that one, mate. Oh, he actually fell? In reality, the script called for him to answer the phone and say that he was Bob. <laughs> Which, when he falls, that makes it funny. If he'd just answered the phone and gone, Bob here, I don't think that would have been a funny payoff. No, because that's what I expected. Yeah. So... The good payoff was the surprise that yeah. it didn't go. The the it wasn't the obvious. The obvious, like you say, is him the cycle starting this. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that, yeah. I liked it. But yeah, entirely real. Um, what I didn't like was in the. Oh, we sort of we we hinted at it, but we didn't say it. Um, Monica, the stakes that Monica brings for the gang. Well, yeah, I've she's been... trying to win. She's trying to win the gang back over. Yeah, like the, the the wealthy are trying to win the win the gang back over. They've bought them tickets to Blowfish, not Blowfish. Yeah, Blowfish, and Blowfish, they've bought. Yeah. She's brought five steaks home from work that which were a, were a gift, gift from, from a supplier. The, yeah, but the the restaurant view them as actually being like a bung or something, don't they? Like a 
what are they called? Like a kickback or something like this. Yeah, so basically, if if you sign up with us, we'll, we'll give, give you some free five shit. steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they they fire her when she's in perk, or you know, with the beeper thing, and then Joey offers to pick up the 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 check for her coffee, which is like it's like two fifty or something, isn't it? It's not very much at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's like a nice little bit at the end where it's like, oh look, and in, in the in the time of need, the the poor friends are looking after the rich friends. But then he realizes he can't, so he turns around and gives the bill to Chandler. Yep. Right. The problem with that is the waitress comes over and brings the receipt and goes, "That's two fifty. And then Joey goes, "I'll get that." Then he gets the receipt and then he looks at it and does a big shocked face, like, "Oh, it's three quid." And then, yeah, like you know, it is. She said it before you even took it off her. <laughs> A shark. I'll take that. Woo, a shark. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that was stupid, but Joey still gets it. Have you got a best friend for me? Well, I don't at the minute. Um, well, it, can't, right. I realize... it can't be Chandler. It can't be... It can't be Chandler. It can't... Can it be Ross? Does Ross do anything other than sort of kind of egg Chandler? It can't be Chandler. It can't be Ross. It can be Joey. It can't be Monica. Because she's a bit of a dick as well and a whinge yeah. at the end. Uh, uh, Rachel? Does Rachel do anything cool? Rachel just complains about being poor a lot. The same as Phoebe, really. Mm. Um, hey, do you know what? Later, as, as this goes on, I think later in this series, actually, um, hmm. Rachel gets a much more high-paid job in fashion. Uh, Joey gets a much more high-paid job in acting but Phoebe continues to be whatever it is that she is. And we never get a repeat of this poor friends, rich friends thing ever again. Because they're all rich now, apart from Phoebe. She's she's got no alliance. Um, It's just her. I'm going to have to give it then to... um, Georgia. uh, I'm going to have to give it to Joey for the fall. The fall you won me over with. It's he good. does a couple. He does a. Co- I didn't mind the the check thing at the end. That was quite. <laughs> I didn't mind that either. So okay. Yeah, we'll go with Joey. But I mean, it's God, it's slim pickings. Yeah, Gunther um, um, was there again. No oh, words. Yeah, in the background again, talking to another waitress. A um, couple of times he was in there, but again, we are twenty nine episodes yeah. into Friends and. He has not said a word yet. No, no. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a rubbish episode, mate, wasn't it, really? It was not as bad as last time, but it was as bad as the one before that. It's getting a one. Yeah, it's getting a one from me. Yep, it, um, I, it didn't offer very much at all, which is why I kept going off on tangents today because I it, didn't really want to talk about it at all. No, I, I found it, it was a difficult one to watch. I, I kept mm. sort of really losing interest um yeah yeah the <laughs> next episode is yep. um i mean i'm going to tee this one up because whenever we do this it always blows up in our face so i'm going to do it again it's one of them where i think it's sort of viewed as being one of the classics um, oh god yeah it's we get um baby ben is getting looked after by the boys and they take them on a bus? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, do you know? oh, okay. No. It's like a, um, 
I think that's like one of the standout episodes of this season. So look forward to a zero next week. Have we um have we got any films in the coming up? Oh man, I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me this, right? Because I honestly I felt so disappointed. I was checking this out. Um <clears throat> there is a particular movie that I'm sort of like looking forward to covering when we do our little side episodes. And yeah. um I was like, it must be coming up soon. And I'd got the years wrong. It's actually this time next season. Right. Yeah, I was really, really good because I was like, oh, it must be soon. I need to keep an eye on this because one week I'm going to say, Greg will say like, oh, are we, you know, I'm watching the episode tonight. And I go, well, no, you're not because you need to be watching this instead. And um, yeah, it's 97, not 96. And I was, So have we got any films coming up during this series? No, <sighs> we've not. Got in. It is, That's yeah. Gutting. I need something to pull me away from this. <clears throat> I've got something if you want. Um, Go on. <laughs> it'll. I mean, it's not big, but it, it's a brick. Uh, Monica on. has a role um, that she did this season, and it is in. It is in a music video. It's bad, mate. I had a look at it. <laughs> it's really bad. Should we do it now? Have you got the computer in front of you? No, I've not got time. Oh. I've not got time. No, I'm, okay. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the clock. They, we're shame. going to a birthday party. <laughs> All right, down. okay. Well, there is. Um, so she's in um, Scream. They do that this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not doing that. It's no. too... It's not funny it, enough. Yeah, it's too good. Yeah, basically, isn't it? What what we're going to say about that? Oh yeah, that was a good film. <laughs> that, that's not fun. Um, she's in a music video for Counting Crows. Who? I mean, yeah, very nineties ass rock mm-hmm. band. Um, and I had a quick look at the video, and I would describe it as a very very dark, small room, just big enough to fit a windowsill and a single bed in it. And she's sat in the gap between the wall with the window and the single bed, looking really sad up against a wall with minimal lighting and like sort of grabbing her hair a bit and it's raining. Wow. It was, yeah. And they paid big big bucks, presumably, at this point. Well, at this point, they'd have to. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I mean, she must have been commanding at least 100 quid for that. (laughs) there's <laughs> at least a cameo there's at least a cameo appearance yeah. Matt Letizia style cameo appearance <laughs> yeah um, load of shit mate load of shit right well Lord. bad episode bad episode um, as always more enjoyable talking to you than watching the pile of shit that is friends yep. and we look forward to doing the same again next week yep. so Nice talking to you as always. Yes, you too, mate. Enjoy your birthday party. I hope it goes swell. Is it? Um, maybe it's. Maybe you should have a gender reveal party instead. Maybe that would be more entertaining for you than watching Friends. I can guarantee them. it wouldn't. Wouldn't be. <laughs> Even though, I mean, yeah, it's pretty low bar to set, but I can guarantee it won't be. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump right. in the car and drive to Sedgefield. Yep, the, it's a, yeah. it's exciting as it sounds. The shining lights of Sedgefield. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. right. Next, until next time. Bye bye. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.